Good morning, Monday the 9th. We have reached Championship Monday. TCU and Georgia for all the marbles. National Championship 2023. And it's going to be, obviously, the free pick for today. I guess it's not obviously, but that's what I'm giving out is the free pick for today. It doesn't make it the best pick of the day. All the picks over at Patreon. And actually, you will have this podcast. You may not listen to it in, before they're up there at Patreon, but this podcast will be out before the other sports are posted. This game is posted on Patreon already as a free play and a free, free view over at Patreon. All right, so what are we doing here? Well, let's look at this total a little bit here. It's an interesting one. The, uh, each of these teams, respectively, have dispatched Big Ten opponents, but in barn-burning affairs, 96 and 83 points. 96 and 83. Each one beating the Big Ten opponent, Michigan and Ohio State, by one score. So very close affairs. Now, should we look solidly at the over on this, considering, again, those big scores? Then you look at Georgia and LSU in the SEC championship game, went to 80, 50 to 30. However, the TCU game was only 59. It's, although that's pretty close to the total of 63 and a half, it did take overtime as well to get there. Now, I would lean ever so slightly to the over in this game, but it is not an actual play. This is not not a play at all so you look at the georgia the highest total posted for georgia during the regular season was 64 and a half that was tennessee and georgia that was expected to be a barn burning shootout tennessee doesn't play any defense allegedly but they can score with anyone allegedly georgia won 27 to 13. not even close to the highest scoring expected game for them so, yeah, and matter of fact, Georgia beat Kentucky 16-6. They beat Missouri 26-22. That's by no means barn-burning affairs there. Now, TCU, however, had totals above 63.5 five times in their last 10 games. Only two of those went over, though. So the ones that were expected to be high-scoring didn't necessarily go over. On the other hand, raw outcome for TCU they went over 63.5 six of their last 10 games. So the games that weren't expected to necessarily be that high, went high. This is an interesting dichotomy in what I've seen, too. It keeps looking like, when I play this game out, that if TCU covers the spread, it's going to go over the total. And if Georgia covers the spread, it's going to go under the total. And that's borne out a little bit also by past history, where in their last 10 games between these two these two teams, respectively, TCU and Georgia, they played it that way, where there's a slight edge where Georgia covering the spread in any specific game against random opponents, they were more likely to go under. And TCU, if they went over the total, they were not likely to cover the spread. So it's, I mean, they weren't huge disparities, but an interesting thing because typically in sports betting of any sport, if you're favoring the underdog, specifically when you're getting up above double digits and points, you're more likely to cover that spread on a lower scoring game. And if you need to cover a large number, in this case, double digits again, you're more likely to cover that large number when you have a higher scoring game. That's just logical, right? Let's just say you've got a two touchdown game 
and it ends up at 31 points. It's a little more difficult to cover that 14 points. Obviously, there's plenty of opportunities. We don't need to go through that. You could have a complete total dominance in defense by Georgia and win 27 to nothing. And that's kind of what we saw is when they were expected to have a relatively high scoring game, you might have you might have a Georgia just didn't let anybody score any points. That's kind of the problem with this game, is that's somehow how it goes. As far as these uh, matchups of these two teams, the offenses are pretty close. You've got TCU scoring at 41 per game on average, and Georgia 39. That's pretty darn close offensively. Defense is where it changes up quite a bit, where you've got TCU giving up around 26 and Georgia only 15. So that is an interesting situation there. So push comes to shove. Again, I'm not playing the total on here. So what is the play? It's TCU plus 13 and a half. It is. That's what I'm playing. The uh, band of points on this, I have slightly tighter than some folks might expect. I look at this, Georgia in that 34 to 37 point range. And I don't look at too too bad here for uh, TCU. I look at more in the 24 to 31 range. There's a little bit wider margin there. And that's because, again, with the issue with the Georgia defense, we're going to have to have a, a wider margin there to figure out is it the TCU offense or the Georgia defense that dominates here? The better player in this game would be the TCU quarterback. or Certainly if you're comparing quarterbacks, the better quarterback is the TCU quarterback. Other than that, you probably have to give the talent edge across the board to Georgia. It's not glaring. As a whole, it's glaring. As a whole, Georgia has much more talent than TCU. They're also being favored by 13.5 points in a championship game on national TV. I'm not buying that. When all when push comes to shove in a game like this, you always take the points. That's the easiest answer. That's But we're not taking the easy answer here. What I'm saying is this says TCU. Again, if I was to pick an actual score, I would pick 34-27. Georgia, which, by the way, does not lean to the over. I said I would lean to the over if I had to, but the more I break the game down, that's technical analysis of the totals. The more I break the game down, I just see it being closer to TCU. So it looks like a touchdown for Georgia. So whether it's 37-30, 38-31, 34 something like that, it just seems like a touchdown to me. So that's why I I really prefer TCU plus 13 and a half here. Now there's a couple other options here on how to play this game. If you have boosts, and a lot of these sports books stateside are offering boosts to get action on this game. And there's a couple of logical ways to do that. You could just tease the TCU number up as high as you can get it into whatever boost value you have, figure it out so that it comes down to about even money. So, for example, if you can get TCU at uh, plus three touchdowns, I don't think you're going to boost that big. But if you could get TCU plus three touchdowns, move the juice back down to a reasonable, you know, minus 110 standard line, you're in pretty good shape there. Or, in other words, just move it up as high as you can if you can get it above 
two touchdowns and a field goal would be more reasonable for their boosts. Do that. Alternatively, if you have a couple books offering boosts, you could do same game parlay at both. You could take, you could definitely get TCU above three touchdowns, 21 and a half, 22 points, something like that, and then move that number down as low as you can get it for the total I'm talking about now. Move the total as low as you can get it. Let's say it's probably low 50s. So you get TCU plus three touchdowns and a game in the low 50s and take the over. And then the other book, get the same TCU plus three plus touchdowns and then move the number as high as you can get it and take the under. And you're probably going to be low 70s there. So you're getting a 10-point margin on either side of the 63-and-a-half line. And I do believe it's going to match that. Obviously, if you look at the last, the history here of the uh, playoff games between both these teams and the title game example uh, for SEC, you're going over the total. I just don't see that here. I, I look at this more like if I was to pick a, a game that you can mirror this to, it's going to be more like Tennessee and Georgia. You could say that TCU and Tennessee have high-powered offenses, but their defense lacking a little bit. And lo and behold, it's a very low-scoring game comparatively between Georgia and Tennessee. So that's the route I would go, is, the, is that ex expecting that. But anyway, so you could do that. And there's one other option here that's kind of interesting, and it's kind of a fun bet is the winning margin or four-way line. Your books give it different titles, obviously. But in this case, you're picking Georgia to win by between 1 and 13 points. That, that is a plus 165 odds. Now, I'm actually betting that for a flyer on this bet, one, Georgia winning by 1 to 13. And obviously, I'm taking TCU plus 13 and a half. So you would think, well, isn't that a Georgia bet? If you're a Georgia backer, you take Georgia by the 1-13 to 13 and not a TCU backer. It's the actual opposite. Let me break that down real quick. So I'm grading TCU as plus 13 and has about a 60% chance to win this game, meaning Georgia has a 40% chance, or, excuse me, win the bet. Win the bet. Big difference. 60% chance of winning the bet, TCU plus 13.5. Georgia then, therefore, has a 40% chance of winning by 14 or more. However, in analyzing the value of this bet, you have to figure out how much chance TCU has of winning the game outright. So we know that there's a 60% chance, I think, I believe, numbers are telling me that TCU has a 60% chance of covering the 13.5. But I also think TCU has a 20% chance of winning outright. So the thing there is there's a 40% chance of winning the bet, meaning Georgia by 1 to 13, and a 60% chance of losing that bet. But we're getting paid 165, so let's figure the fair value on that. You lose six times at one unit each because you're at plus money, so there's no VIG. One unit lost, whatever unit size is for you, at six losses, at six units of loss. All right, so what do we need to do to recuperate that? Well, we know you're going to win four games in this scenario, and you're down six units. So you have to win one and a half units per win, per four wins, to equal the six. So four into the six, you have to get plus 1.5 units on each of those winning bets, or plus 150. 
So the fair value of the bet is plus 150, but you're getting paid plus 165. That actually is very good value in a bet. Doesn't seem fantastic, but it's it's good value. So now let's see if you're a Georgia better. You think, well, Georgia to win by 113. I'm not comfortable by winning by 14 for sure, but I like Georgia to win this game. All right. So let's say you're Georgia. You have a six. You, you believe that Georgia has a 60% chance of winning by more than 13 and a half by 14 plus. So the opposite of what we're, we talked about with TCU, because you're favoring Georgia here. All right. Well, surely you're giving TCU at least a 10% chance to win the game. If you're not, you better rethink it because there's no locks in the world. So you're saying 90% chance Georgia wins this game. You don't know by how much, but 90% chance that they win the game. All right. So 10% chance that TCU wins, that means you don't get your one, your Georgia 1 to 13. And a 60% chance that Georgia covers the bet. So now you're at a 70% failure rate. You like Georgia, and the bet is Georgia plus or Georgia by 1 to 13, but you're going to fail 70% of the time here. So the fair value for that scenario is plus 233. The math on it, very simple. Seven losers at one unit each is seven units of loss. So how do we recuperate seven units of loss with three winning bets? Well, two and a third, or 2.33 infinity. 2.33 times three equals seven units up. So fair value on that bet would be 200 and at plus 233, but you're only getting paid plus 165. So there's actually a negative ROI return on investment there if you're a Georgia backer. So that's a no-go. So the Georgia to win by 1 to 13 is actually a bet for TCU backers. All right, so there's other options for Georgia backers to play this. If you're not comfortable with the spread, you could take the, you could do some Georgia plus 1 to 13 and also some in Georgia 14 plus. We won't get into the math. You have to kind of figure out what percentage of each you would take. You've got some at, I believe it's Georgia 14 plus is like minus 115. So that, by the way, that's essentially, you could just do the spread bet, obviously there. That, that is the spread bet. So you could just take Georgia minus 13 and a half. You would skip that. You would take Georgia minus 13 and a half on the spread. And you would take some at Georgia plus, uh, one to 13. You mix that up. So that way, you're not covered if TCU wins outright, but if you think there's only a 10% chance of TCU winning outright and you take some some of this three-way money, four-way money at Georgia 1 to 13, and then the rest in the spread at 13 and a half, you can cover yourself pretty well there. But you'll have to do the math on that to figure out how much you put on each side. And then another option for people who's absolutely positive that Georgia's going to win this game but you're not comfortable with betting the spread at all. The money line is like minus 450 on this. So you had to put down 450 bucks to win 100. That's no good at all. The other alternative would be to do a first half win and second half win, or full game win. So not second half, but literally Georgia wins the first half by either one or 50 points. Doesn't matter. And they win the game by one or 50 points, etc. anything in between. And you're going to get that at minus less than minus 200, like minus 190, I believe. Or if your book does not have that, but has same game parlays, all you're doing is parlaying the first half money line with the full game money line, and you'll be under minus 200. So that's the other way to do it. So I don't want to get too much into the woods on how to bet the Georgia side because I'm not on that side. I'm on the TCU side at plus 13 and a half. 
And again, um, if you want the written version of this, it is over at Patreon. Score Projections at Patreon has this essentially written out. I, just, I didn't read off a script. I basically do both uh, ad lib. But uh, And there will be more posted for other sports, hockey, college basketball, pro basketball at Patreon. That is not there yet. But as soon as you read this, or excuse me, as soon as you listen to this, you'll be able to read this breakdown at Patreon. It's already posted. Good luck with whatever side you take. And onward and upward.